Are you guilty of trying to do too much each day? If you are, you may be suffering from something called hero syndrome. And it's not a very productive way to manage your life. Hello and welcome to episode 306 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I'm your host for the show. I remember a few years ago someone commented on a post I had written about only having 24 hours a day. The lady suggested that this was not strictly true because some people have more privileges than others. For instance, a CEO might have an army of assistants or a wealthy individual may have cooks, nannies and butlers in their home to do a lot of the work less privileged people need to do. I don't disagree with her. What she pointed out is true. But no matter who you are, you still only get 24 hours. A CEO is employed to make decisions, meet with key people within the organisation, which their army of assistants cannot do for them. And if the wealthy individual wants to sit around all day with nothing to do, drinking champagne and canapes, then good luck to them. It's not a life I would like to live. The key to becoming more productive and better at managing your time is in how you make the most of your 24 hours. Knowing what your essentials are would be the first step. But what else can you do to ensure you're making the most of each day while ensuring you're getting enough rest and relaxation? Well, that's the subject of this week's question. Speaking of which, that means it's time for me to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Richard. Richard asks, Hi Carl, I've always struggled to get everything I need to done and when I get home at the end of the day, I'm just too exhausted to do anything but crash on the couch. Do you have any suggestions on better managing my time? Thank you, Richard, for your question. It looks like what you describe is part of the journey to becoming better at managing your time. The first step is to acknowledge that things could be better. Your question suggests you're at that stage. One thing I would recommend is to do a task audit. What tasks are you trying to complete each day? Are they strictly necessary? And if they are, could you group similar tasks together so you develop processes for getting them done? Let me give you an example. Most days I cook my own dinner. I also like to do my fair share of the house chores. So I found a way to group cleaning up the kitchen and dining room while I cook my dinner. At first, it felt a little overwhelming, watching my dinner cook while I was cleaning down the fridge or vacuuming the floors. Yet today, it's just something I automatically do. I no longer need to think about what I'm doing. I've also taken to sorting out the laundry at the same time now. 
The laundry room is just off from the kitchen, so it just seemed logical to either put a load of washing on or to fold the freshly laundered clothes. Now I'm cooking dinner, cleaning the kitchen and dining area and checking the washing. Now, if I put all those tasks onto a task list, it would look ridiculously overwhelming. Yet it isn't. It's surprising what you can do in three and three quarter minutes while you wait for your eggs to boil. The great thing is I no longer need any of these chores on my list. When I make dinner, that's my trigger to do the chores. Doing a task audit is like, will likely highlight a lot of inefficiencies. I certainly found a lot. The key is to look at different areas of your life and work and to find better ways of doing it. It will naturally feel strange at first. You're changing a habit and that's always hard. Yet the long-term benefits are huge. I'm reminded of a story about the, formula, the former Formula One technical director, Ross Braun. When he started his own team, Braun Racing, in 2009, he quickly discovered that he didn't have time to read all the documents and emails he was receiving. One of his team members suggested printing out all the documentation and emails and placing them in a folder he could then read as he was commuting into work. The commute was one hour each way, so this gave him two hours of reading time each day. Being self-employed, I generally eat my lunch alone. I use this time for reading articles related to my work. This gives me around 45 minutes each day for reading. This way of managing our work is called leveraging time. We cannot change the amount of time we have each day, but we can seek ways to maximise what we do in the time we have. Wealthy people do this by hiring people to do work for them. We probably do not have that luxury, but we can still leverage our time by being smart about how we use time. Now, life is not just about doing our employed work. This is a lot, there is a lot more to living life. There's time spent with the people that matter to us and exercise, for example. Where do we fit all that in when we are already busy? You mentioned in your question you are too exhausted to do anything other than crash on the couch when you get home. Now, unless you're working a job that involves a lot of running around that tiredness is likely mental tiredness. I would suggest in the evenings you get out and move. Do some form of exercise. This could be taking a walk or doing a few bodyweight exercises for 20 minutes or so. I know this will go against every instinct. You're exhausted and all you want to do is crash the problem with this is once you stop and slow down, your body is not going to want to get up again. This is when you will likely get caught in that cycle of mind-numbing scrolling and streaming TV shows. While there is a time for this kind of activity, doing it every day is not going to be healthy for you in the long term. Physical activity in whatever form will help you to prevent you crashing at the end of the day. It will reduce your stress levels and help you to sleep better. It will also give you what is called a second wind, where your energy levels will rise a second time in the day. 
it will also leave you feeling a lot more positive, which in turn will help your relationships because you'll be much more engaged in any conversation. Earlier, I mentioned building processes to help you to maximise your time. I remember dis discovering processes as the key to becoming much more efficient with the work I do. For instance, I used to get anxious about all the admin tasks that seemed to build up each day. It wasn't until I realised that admin was a part of life that would never go away that I decided to do something about it. Admin tasks are relentless and never go away. Sure, some days you may not have much, but others you will. I refer you to the tax submission season, for example. Now, I have a block of one hour each day dedicated to dealing with admin. Most days, I don't need the full hour, but it's there if I need it. What this has done is taken the anxiety of not having enough time away. I know I have time. I have up to seven hours a week for it, and that's more than enough to manage all those little admin tasks. I do this with email too. Communication is an inevitable part of your life today. If it's not email, it's text messages. The question is, how much time do you need each day to keep on top of it? The problem with not having a dedicated time for responding to your messages is you will allow incoming messages to distract you. I recently read that the average person is checking email every six minutes. Wow! How on earth would you ever be able to get any meaningful work done if you were allowing yourself to be distracted that often? Not just the fact that you're being interrupted, it's also the mental energy required to do that much task switching. If you're doing this, Richard, no wonder you're crashing at the end of the day. Your brain was not designed to work that way. Here's the science bit. Our brains work in cycles of 90 minutes. Interestingly, it does this in sleep as well. You can focus your attention on deep, meaningful work for around 90 minutes. After that, you will be fatigued and need to rest. Now, that rest does not mean you check email or scroll social media. It means you should switch things around. So, you can break your day up into 90-minute segments. Deep work followed by something light and physical. You do not need to do physical activity for 90 minutes, but a 10 to 20 minute walk would do wonders for your focus, mental energy and overall feeling of well-being. It gets the blood flowing and clears out your brain ready for the next session of work. One final bit of advice I can give you is to start with what you want time for. Work is generally eight hours of your 24. Aside from work, what do you want time for? Start with that. Build that into your calendar first. The great thing about our employed work is that time is already fixed. Using the tips I've shared with you will help you to manage your work there. So what do you want time for? How much sleep do you need or want? Get these fixed into your daily routine and calendar and build from there. You'll be much happier and more energetic this way. The only thing you need to do then is to experiment. Find the right balance and pretty soon all that end of day exhaustion will disappear. 
I hope this has helped, Richard. Thank you for sending in your question. And thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs> <laughs>